Hi, welcome to the MedCorp Podcast Network. This is Carrie Stevens, the Chief Editor of Access Imaging News. Thank you for joining me for this podcast episode. I'm so excited to have two industry experts with me today, Eric Lacey, Senior Product Manager at Change Healthcare, and Dr. Sonia Gupta, Chief Medical Officer at Change Healthcare. And here we will discuss what radiology practices should know before they move to the cloud. Thank you for joining me today, both of you. My first question is for Eric. So Eric, what are the technical advantages for a radiology practice or imaging center in moving to the cloud for their PACs and other imaging solutions? Uh, sure. So I think this can vary greatly depending on the, the, the current structure and nature of their on-prem solution. A couple of things that come to mind with the software as a service model, you know, and that true software as a service model, uh, I feel cybersecurity is on the forefront of everyone's mind these days with unplanned outages or ransomware and being high trust and SOC 2 certified uh, certainly helps reduce some of that anxiety. Uh, security patches and updates are now managed by change and not by the local IT or consulting services in that. And obviously those are done then within a time frame that's a, a greatly reduced from managing through change control uh, uptime and no more Windows updates or application up updates great, greatly reduces uh, planned outage and, and change control around trying to manage and, and approve and within that outage window. Uh, you also end up with like kind of a, I wouldn't say, well, maybe uh, instant disaster recovery for PACs. Uh, you're not building out another data center miles away, building out new physical or, or VM environments, turning up bandwidth, uh, and then continuing to manage it. You know, with disaster recovery centers yeah, uh, or data centers, you you have quarterly or yearly validation efforts uh, to ensure applications can can fail over. And this typically, typically means a change control approval, planned outages, uh, potential disruption or degradation in care or services, all, all impacting at the end of the day, all impacting the patient and the care that the radiologist wants to uh, provide to that patient. Unfortunately, you still may need to create uh, and implement some type of disaster recovery plan for all other clinical and other business applications, not transition to the cloud or in some type of software as a service uh, offering. But as we know, PAX is the largest storage footprint and um, significantly increases your needs for bandwidth when duplica duplicating across to your DR center. Uh, so you save money in bandwidth costs as well as server and storage build out within DR. You also minimize that footprint within your, your data center and your DR data center. Uh, and that helps reduce uh, highly valued rack space and power consumption. Typically in a DR center, if you're renting it out, you're paying for that rack space. Uh, so it, together, I think those really uh, it results in a fairly significant savings for the group. Um, so those are some of the technical advantages, and I, I think they make sense, but don't necessarily represent a true one-to-one -one for each practice or imaging center. Depending on what they've already invested in from an infrastructure perspective, they may choose to phase certain aspects of that software as a service model in prior to fully depreciating hardware or other investments. I think the enormous benefit in true cloud solutions is application management and functionality. Um, of course, there's zero footprint viewers. We've been hearing about those for years. Um, we see the, the diagnostic viewer clients upgrade on their own without admin rights needed or the task of pack packaging a new client and pushing out for every upgrade. Uh, 
that can span multiple departments and coordination and takes a ton of testing and validation and follow up for any of the failures. Um, I, I guess speaking of which upgrades, uh, <laughs> they aren't a thing of the past. They've just evolved. Uh, they've, they've changed and, and really for the better. Uh, and instead of a major upgrade in the project planning that could consist of new servers, uh, again, professional service costs, uh, updated operating systems, uh, a definite plan downtime, uh, and then the dreaded reconciliation process, you end up with new functionality throughout the year added to the application as it's developed, tested, and rolled to production in smaller version upgrades that are not managed at the imaging center or RAD practice level, but at a, at a global level. These, these upgrades are done without outages to the application, uh, results in no disruption in application services or functionality, and uh, it's an opportunity to serve patients throughout what would have otherwise been forced into some type of downtime procedure, um, which we all know typically comes along with uh, considerable limitations. All right, thank you. Okay, so Dr. Gupta, as a practicing radiologist, what are the key challenges facing radiologists and radiology practices today? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of challenges right now, and I think they're affecting not only radiologists, but just the physician community at large. You know, we talk a lot about burnout. Over 50% of radiologists are reporting, you know, symptoms of burnout. And part of that is, you know, an increase in workload, um, you know, more imaging being done on more complicated patients, also dealing with the backlog of imaging, you know, during COVID, you know, catching up on routine imaging for a lot of our patients. And, you know, while all of that is going on, there's also unfortunately a decline in reimbursements in imaging. So, you know, all of these things together are really the perfect storm for putting a lot of pressure on, you know, physicians everywhere, not just radiologists, dealing with being able to think of ways to be innovative, to be more efficient, you know, to provide uh, good patient care, but also at the same time, there's more patients to take care of. So, you know, there's a lot of challenges there, and we're hoping that we can leverage technology to address some of those challenges. You know, we have to find ways to uh, make our workflow more efficient, you know, to make it so that we spend less time dealing with complicated computer systems with less time we spend logging in, you know, five times a day because your login expires or your computer crashes, you know, or there's an upgrade that you need to do on your system. But unfortunately, in most situations, when you're waiting for that upgrade to go through, you cannot take care of patients. And, you know, there's also been more and more issues as we've seen, you know, in the last, I think, three years, there have been more cybersecurity issues during covid you know, more hospital systems and practices were taken down for periods of time due to ransomware. So, you know, all of these things have created a challenging environment to practice in. But, you know, we are thinking of ways to leverage technology to address those challenges. That's great. And Eric, in your last question, you talked about the technical advantages for radiology practice or imaging center moving to the cloud. Um, how does that play out in the day-to-day -day life of a radiologist? Well, in, in a couple ways. Uh, remember, it's a single offering. The application and storage management is all managed and presented as software as a service. This is, okay. this is different than uh, what you see in some on-prem solutions that may span out across uh, multiple data centers or, or different areas. I, I, I think at the end of this, you end up with the, the, radi the radiologist ends up with a normalized workflow. Uh, 
And, and what does that mean? Because nobody knows because nobody's ever had one. Uh, it, it means it means a single work list. Uh, it means a single set of keyboard shortcuts to manage, a single set of display protocols to manage, uh, a normalized workflow and expectation for time to first first image and app functionality in general. That time to first image is 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 going to be the same regardless of where you're sitting. It's not um, it's not something that oh is is this particular study on older storage or did I have to retrieve it from archive or am I sitting at home instead of inside the four walls of the hospital? Do I need to be connected to a VPN? None of that matters or is it, or plays a role in it anymore. And it means that the radiologist can focus on interpretation of studies and providing the best care that they can for the patients at the end of the day. Great. And Dr. Gupta, you were talking about the key challenges facing radiologists and radiology practices. How does moving to the cloud help address such challenges? Yeah, you know, I think Eric described it really well. We've never had a great, you know, working environment in some ways. And it's it's actually just so simple. It's just that you would be able to just log in and it would be a frictionless experience. You know, you'd be able to just take care of the patients, read their images, and everything would just work. And it's so interesting to think about something so basic. You know, we think about using Netflix or Gmail, you know, every it just works. And that has unfortunately not been the case in healthcare and a lot of different environments and practices. You know, it's not that you just log in and it just works. Many times, you know, the system by necessity, you know, and by design to protect against cybersecurity threats, there's a little bit more friction, you know, multiple logins, and maybe there's a lag, you know, Eric brought up a VPN, you know, it's not a seamless experience and you have to be more intentional and thoughtful about how you want to work in this type of environment, you know, whether you're sitting at the hospital, whether you're sitting at home, you know, historically it has not been a seamless experience. And, you know, with the cloud, the hope is that it can be and that you can just, again, log in, turn your computer on, everything works, and just do your job and take care of patients. Because, you know, I think another part of this is most physicians did not go to medical school because they wanted to manage a complex computer system, you know, and enter data into a complex environment and spend time searching and searching for information that's important for patient care. You know, they just want to take care of patients. And so to be able to use the cloud because that time to first image, you know, I can try to open up an exam for a patient and it just comes up, you know, and nearly instantaneously, and I can just start scrolling through it. And I don't have to think about the archive or the technical details of where the past images for the patient are coming from, you know, and there's no lag and I'm not sitting there waiting you know, to take care of them and to read their images to make a diagnosis. You know, all of these things add up and there are a lot of ways that the cloud will be able to address some of the burnout that we're feeling. How does it, how does it impact patient care? Yeah, I, I think if we go back to, uh, I think an earlier comment I made about, uh, you know, depreciating assets that, that an imaging center or radiology group may have, um within their current infrastructure if if we look at as as they become depreciated and transitioning that off into uh stratus archive or or a solution uh in the cloud such as stratus archive um it it gives us an opportunity to start to minimize that that footprint within the data center as well as transition uh typically a, an older product uh, a storage product that's a little bit slower 
for retrieval. Uh, re retrieval from archive, I think, has been everyone uh, from a radiologist perspective to a tech perspective. It's been their issue in the past um, where archive has been down and it's not it's not retrievable or for whatever reason it's on slower storage and takes a long time. And those priors are extremely important to the interpretation for the radiologist. So as, as you start to see certain aspects of your infrastructure depreciate and fall out uh, and, and reach end of life, I think it's an opportunity to start phase that start to phase that approach into Stratus Archive and transitioning that to the cloud. Great, Eric, I have another question for you. What does having a unified reading environment do from a change manager's perspective and how are the benefits different in the short term versus the long term? Yeah, I think we talked about some of the short term benefits of, of the change management and some of the security and, and things like that, that you no longer have to uh, manage day to day or week to week or, or, or plan out these types of outages. Um, but the other short term benefits, you end up with that single work list, creating a reading environment that is incredibly agile. Uh, where you can focus on work lists by subspecialty, priority, uh, site-specific service levels, uh, turnaround times, if that's important within the service level, uh, maybe specific patient classes or, or any other slew of uh, items that you could uh, build work lists from. So I think that that kind of falls under your, your short-term benefits. It, it gives you that single pane of glass to build work lists uh, tailored to your practice or your imaging center. Uh, in the long term, it, it gives your group or imaging center the business opportunities to grow and increase extremely quickly. Uh, it gives you that known cost structure uh, built into that you can build into any financial model that you, you have available. It also puts all your data in one place, normalized because everything's coming through Stratus, uh, which offers you normalized data, which I think we all, uh, or at least I've always desired. Uh, and I, I look at it as very, very precious. Uh, so there's an analytics module that comes along with that that just kind of can help you better understand your practice and plan accordingly and, and look at trends within the practice. Uh, this, this can be used to provide better coverage for specific slots or timeframes or better subspecialty coverage, whatever it may be. What benefits can a radiology practice achieve if they transition to the cloud? Um, I, I think they should be aware of the competitive advantage that Change Healthcare allows them. There's going to be a predictable cost expected uptime, a single workflow and imaging platform for, for the radiologists. And overall, that makes them more effective and as efficient as possible throughout their day. Okay, great. So let's switch gears now and talk about remote reading. Dr. Gupta, how will the ability to read remotely impact radiologists' day-to-day -day life? And what sort of impact will that have on radiology practices as a whole? been really interesting. So pre-COVID, not that many radiologists worked remotely. You know, we had some that would do evening shifts or overnight shifts, but uh, daytime remote radiology was really not common. But, you know, as we saw during the pandemic, a lot of radiologists transitioned to daytime work uh, that was remote and, you know, out of the hospital. Part of that was by necessity because, you know, we needed to make sure that our physician staff didn't all get sick at once. You know, very early on in the pandemic, that was a concern that, you know, if, because we would sit in close quarters altogether, that if one radiologist or two radiologists got sick, potentially half the department could be sick and unable to work. So, you know, part of that was trying to geographically separate our radiologists. 
so that we could make sure that we were staffed appropriately. But, you know, after that period now, a lot of radiology practices have recognized the benefits of remote work. And, you know, those benefits are simply that there's more time in the day, and you know, not just for radiology, again, for all physicians, where there's no commute. So the radiologists are often covering, you know, three to four imaging centers. They're all a few hours away from each other. So now there's more time in the day for more sites to be covered if they're not doing that commute and they're not jumping from center to center, you know, day to day. And so you can actually have potentially longer or shorter shifts, but the shift itself will be more efficient because they're not going into an imaging center. They're actually remote at home and there are less interruptions and you know no commute there. Just a few very basic things. But another key benefit for patients is, you know, if there is a very subspecialty case and, you know, in the past, again, they would have had to have their imaging done at a particular center where that radiologist was available. Now they might be able to get access to the subspecialty expertise from anywhere. So that subspecialty expertise is available across the system now. Uh, so if you have a radiologist that specializes in oncologic imaging or specializes in neuroimaging, you know, they can cover patients at other sites that they may not have been able to cover previously. So it's also increasing patient access to specialty care, uh, you know, geographically. So there have been a lot of benefits uh, to increasing our options, you know, related to remote work. Great. So I want to get into the financial aspect now. Eric, how does the financial side shift when looking at a SaaS model for PACS? Yeah, I think it. Well, it obviously becomes predictable. You pay, you pay for volume. There's no longer this large capital investment coupled with some operationalized yearly support costs. There's a, no longer new capital investment needed every time your business uh, grows beyond your current infrastructure or platform. And you have these professional services tied to a new capital investment as you grow. And if you're in a rad practice that that may sit as an overlay, that, that volume could increase or decrease year to year. It, when your overall volume is continuing to increase, your overlay volume may be variable, and it allows for that variability both up and down. Uh, you no longer need to attempt to understand the total cost of PACs based upon uh, things that we mentioned earlier, such as rack space, disaster recovery, uh, bandwidth, uh, or doubling that bandwidth for DR. Uh, your, what your storage platform may cost, what the support for all this costs, and and things of that nature. So it simplifies the burden of determining the total cost of ownership in a PAX overlay or in a full PAX. Uh, it, it also it, it moves with you. Uh, I alluded to this before. As you expand and dependent on how fast you expand, it grows with you. This isn't about managing another interruption or outage in care and in order to turn up new servers uh, or bring them into the fold. It's in the past, you may have asked for change control approval, uh, uh, planned outages, uh, and tried to find that time frame that minimized the care or the impact to care. Um, and it's no longer the case that you know the cloud native structure really moves and increases as needed, without the need for for that because it is variable and allows you that variability. Great. Okay, so if the ability to read from anywhere is such potentially such a strong benefit for radiologists, what does this mean for radiology practices and their timeline for moving to the cloud, Dr. Gupta? You know, I think generally across the board, practices want to shorten their timeline of moving to the cloud. 
But, you know, as Eric mentioned, it's a process, you know, it's a multi-step process. It's not something that happens overnight. And, you know, it does require a lot of planning. It requires investment and, you know, buy-in from not only the radiology practice, but potentially the hospital system. So it has to be, you know, an intentional, well-thought-out plan. And that's really where our uh, group can help assist that. You know, we have the experts that can help that plan be tailored to the environment of the health system or the radiology practice and tailor it to what is currently available. You know, everyone is at a different step um, or place in this journey of moving to the cloud. And so we want to be there to support that. Wonderful. And this is my final question, but Eric, what challenges to radiology practices be aware of, of as they plan for a cloud transition? Um. I think there, it's it's going to be a, a change, right? If we can agree that every radiologist has this deep desire to deliver the utmost care to each and every patient based upon the opportunities that uh, their practice can offer. And by the way, I, I do fully believe this. Uh, I think it's a fair assertion uh, based upon uh, my career and the radiologists I've worked with and worked for and, and had the opportunity to converse with while in this position. I, I think they should be aware of change. Uh, there's going to be a predictable cost, uh, expected uptime, a single workflow and imaging platform for your radiologists that can make them as effective and efficient as, as possible and take care of the patients, which is why they were here. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much to the both of you and to our listeners. Be sure to check back soon on the MedCorp Podcast Network for the next episode of the Access Imaging News Podcast. And in the meantime, to catch up on the latest industry news, please check out accessimagingnews.com. Until next time, take care.